Hi, everyone. Josh here with the NYC Godcast, where we offer wacky wisdom each week from God's Word. In today's episode, we're continuing to build up to the NYC camp, digging into this year's theme, Brick by Brick. Stay tuned. So over the past month, we have looked at uh, Brick by Brick, our theme this year for camp, and what it means to be the construction site of a Christian. So we've looked at how we are unable to build a life for ourselves, Mm -hmm. no matter how hard we may try, no matter how big or impressive our lives may look. The fact is God banishes those bricks. He scatters the life of any saint who self-built. And so we also took a look at bartered bricks and how before God can ever build up our lives, he has to dig down deep, removing from our lives what's unlike him. And then we discussed how a lot of times we choose the easy, comfortable things of life when God's more interested in the things that are eternal and things that last. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last week on the episode, we took a look at just what it is that God wants to build our lives into, because every day we are being built into a believer, which is the temple of God. And so with all of that being true, with all that God has invested in our lives, with all that he's built us into, we must let nothing stop the building process. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that as believers, we have been given many great and precious promises. Uh, And and it's it's no light thing to have the very presence of God in our lives, in our midst. And yet that also means that because we have God on the inside, because we've been given many great and precious promises, it also means that we have a giant target on our back. Mm -hmm. And so the enemy will do whatever he can to distract us, to discourage Mm -hmm. us, and to ultimately destroy the building process. And so it's for this reason that we have to take an offensive approach and protect what we've been given at all costs. Mm -hmm. We need to build up barriers around our belief. We need to fight for our faith. And so on Thursday of camp, uh, we're going to take a look at barricade bricks and the story of Nehemiah and how Nehemiah looked at what was torn down around him. And he believed that it was worth not only building back up, but he believed that it was worth defending at all costs. And so Nehemiah goes to the king and he asks for all these supplies, these resources, time and expense to build the wall in Jerusalem. And to the surprise of many, The king gives Nehemiah all that he needed to rebuild the wall. Mm -hmm. And so in other words, you read the story and what it means is that the king made an investment in the life of Nehemiah and the work that he's doing. And so in a similar way, the life of a Christian is an investment by the king of kings. Our lives are on loan intended to build God's kingdom here as it is in heaven. And so uh, this is my first question for the table. How do you remind yourself that your life is an investment from the king? Great question. Thank you. So like by the ministries I'm in, if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. like whether it's my my home and my kids or camp or whatever, like being reminded that like he found me not worthy, but like he's allowing me to be able to do this. Mm -hmm. So by keeping my eyes focused on how important those ministries are, um, am I supposed to answer the second question? Sure. So the second question I would like to follow (laughs) up with is this. How does this provide motivation for all that you do? I, I maybe I feel like we're in an interview. <laughs> maybe the same this thing. This is the first time we've ever podcasted <laughs> with us. Uh, I have to go now. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Just like I guess seeing, I guess the second question is kind of because of the first one. So yeah. because mm-hmm. he's invested in it, I that motivates me. Yeah. To do yeah. what I do. I don't know if that makes no, sense. No, it does. Honestly, I think it's the staying uncomfortable. Yeah. 
Because like when, so to remind yourself that's an investment, anything that is an investment that's worth of anything, it's hard in life in general. That's whatever you have, anything that you're going to, anything that's going to give any kind of, um, I don't know, value back to you is always going to be hard. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the thing that kind of reminds me, like when I'm going through a tough spot, that's why when you have it easy for too long, you kind of start to drift away and you start like, oh, I can do this on my own. But as soon as it's hard again, you're like, oh, yeah, no, that's I'm invested in here. (laughs) But then the second question is the same thing. It's like if you have this hard thing, you don't want to go through this hard thing and waste it. Yeah. I feel as though uh, the investment is – like handpicked, like I was handpicked, and mm. though it's it's kind of strange because we were all handpicked, yeah. you know what I'm saying. But to me, it feels, I guess, to every Christian, it should feel personal yeah. right. that God mm-hmm. handpicked you and He handpicked me out of a spiraling destruction life that mm-hmm. I could not get myself out of. Yeah. So I feel as though because He handpicked me, mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean. I'm now invested in yeah, this. Like you definitely. saved my soul right. you know what I mean and that's something I don't take lightly so you invested in me so really I have no choice yeah. yep. but to return that right. by building your kingdom no I think that's perfect I actually mm-hmm. think that's very biblical yeah. so the bible says that we love him why And so I really think you could probably apply that to everything God gives us. Like Mm -hmm. he gives me grace. And so I give grace. Mm -hmm. You know, we we remember the stories about forgiveness. Why do we give forgiveness? Because we were forgiven. Mm -hmm. And so there's this constant like into us, out of us. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. it's kind of the same thing. Like why? Uh, It was an investment into me. And so now I'm going to make an investment into him. Does that make sense? Um, The other thing I was thinking is not only is an investment, but it's also entrusted. Mm -hmm. Yes. I was reading yesterday in Thessalonians uh, where Paul says that God entrusted the gospel to him. And like you think about it, God really entrusted that to him. Like Paul had quite a lot to do with the gospel spreading across the world. Mm -hmm. And so God entrusts his kingdom to each of us and he entrusts ministry to each of us. Mm -hmm. And so are you trusty? We've been learning about that in Sunday school. Are you trusty? Are you trustworthy? Um, He's invested his resource into you. He's given you a life of precious promises. He's given you abundance and victory. Are you worth trusting with that? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that may that be a challenge to each of us. So uh, so while Nehemiah and the people were building, we find that the enemy enters the scene, right? Mm-hmm. So if you know the story, they're building, they're building, and all of a sudden here comes the enemy. And so we would expect that the enemy would show up and see the work God is trying to do, and they would you know, show up with artilleries mm-hmm. and with cannonballs and bulldozers, and they would try to just flatten it out, right? Mm-hmm. Re- destroy the work. But what we find in the book of Nehemiah is that instead the enemy actually takes the approach of distraction yep. mm. to keep the building from going on. Yep. So this is my next question. In what way have you become distraction? Have you been a distraction? <laughs> in, what, in what ways have you she become? Talk, <laughs> She's a big distraction. Don't let her pull you. <laughs> There's your intro. That's the intro. So in what ways have you become distracted from being built into a believer? Ooh. I think for me, and it's one that I think I try to justify mm-hmm. is stress. Like mm. when a lot of things are going on, I'm like, I have to be stressed because there's a lot of things going on. Right. And so I think that's what it distracts yeah. me because I'm like, I have all this list and it really keeps me from doing my list. Cause I'm like, how am I going to do this list when yeah. I could just do it? <laughs> so kind of the same thing, like mm-hmm. by feeling like I have a list of things to do and I need to do them, whether they're like, they can be good things, yeah. godly things, and even ministry-based and different things. But, like, I get so distracted by the, the tasks. The doing, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I miss out on what I'm actually supposed yep. to be doing. Yep. 
I would take the exact opposite approach mm -hmm. because, like, I honestly feel as though, like, any problem that comes my way, you know what I mean, just pass to God. And I, I honestly don't stress a lot. Okay? Yeah. But it can become like, it must a, be nice. we, we do enough for you. All three of us combined make, yeah. Never mind. I was going to do like a, a, a Captain Planet thing. When you know, our powers come. Anyway, uh, so she got the joke. Okay. I did. So, like, to me, like, sometimes, like, I have to, like, not force myself to sh stress out, but I have to, like, like, wait a minute. Like, I do need to have a hand mm -hmm. in yeah. this. You know, yes. you, you know what I mean? Like, I can't be like a couch potato Christian right, mm -hmm. right. just sitting there and like, God's got it. God's got yeah. it. So to me, like, I have to daily, constantly remind myself, yeah. like, yes, I did pray for this. And I do believe, you know, the prayers are going to come true. Mm -hmm. But that's like saying, God, I need a new job. Right. But I'm just not going out applying for right, a job. Yeah, right. You know, like that. there was a part for us to play. Yeah. So to me, I think that I am more held back by my, like, is this something like, you know, like, I, I hate to make it sound like this, but it's like, God, like, do you need my help with anything? Is this yeah. something I should be doing here? You know what I mean? So it, it it's almost like the reverse. No, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mindset. So the one of my favorite verses, John 15, 5 says, uh, abide in me and I in you. That word abide, so we're supposed to abide in Christ. A lot of people think it's what Kev is talking about. Like, all right, like, I'm plugged in, prop my feet up, eat my... Cruise control. Yeah, like cruise control, like, take it easy. But really what that word means is to, like, hold on to Jesus and refuse mm -hmm. to let go. Mm -hmm. And so there's this role of us of holding on, mm -hmm. and there's a role of him supplying. Yeah. And so the role of a Christian, there's no laziness in a Christian's life. There's right. a constant holding on to Jesus, but then a constant supplying from mm -hmm. him into our lives. But then I was thinking about what Rachel said, uh... Because I'm I'm more like them, Kevin, than I am like you. In that way, I'm a stressor also. Uh, but I was thinking of the I pray this every single day. Um, the verse that says that uh, the high calling of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. right? You remember that mm -hmm. verse? And so it's so easy to get distracted by NYC, yeah, or by being mm -hmm. a dad, or by being you know a preacher or mm -hmm. a teacher or a pastor, or whatever you singer, whatever it is that you do. It's so easy to get distracted by those lower things mm -hmm. that you lose sight of the higher calling of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so my prayer every day is, Lord, let me find you as my high calling. Like in all that I do, may it come down, boil down to you. Um, so even ministry, even church, mm -hmm. can be a distracting, mm -hmm. distraction, distraction, distracting, distracting. <laughs> um, for me, ironically. Uh, this story came at a very interesting time because I've actually been using this. I've been I've told the story of Nehemiah probably five times this week to different people for different reasons. Um, and then I wrote this this morning. Uh, so Nehemiah has obviously been on my mind, apparently. Uh, but one of the things that's been distracting to me, that often distracts me is wanting to fix things. Mm -hmm. Like not so much the car. I don't do that. Uh, but <laughs> uh, like you got three more tires. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but more like, yeah, like problems in ministry, problems mm -hmm. in the church, problems in, in family, like things that are going on. Yeah. Like I just want to fix it make it better yeah. um heal hurts and just like it's you know just give solutions like that's just really and it's easy for me to be distracted by that uh mm -hmm. there's one specific in instance going on right now in a ministry i'm involved in mm -hmm. um and i told someone this week i'm like just keep your attention on the wall like mm -hmm. keep your attention on what we're supposed to be doing they're trying to distract us yep. with this but that's really not what we're called to we're not called to change their mind we're called to build the wall yep. mm -hmm. and so for me um i often get distracted by fixing mm -hmm. things that instead of fixing the wall i'm called to fix so yep. it's interesting because um when i was out back with miguel we were talking about 
you know, sharing uh, the gospel mm -hmm. with people, okay? And I was like, so as the newest Christian here, like when I first got saved, I was, it was like I was catapulted mm -hmm. ahead of where I was actually supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when that happens, like you land and you like look back at everybody else and you're like, guys, look where I'm at. Yeah. It's not that hard. Come on, you stop doing that. You stop doing yeah. this. You know yeah. what I mean? And then through time, eventually you kind of fall back to where you're yeah. supposed to be. And it's like a very humbling experience, but it, it comes with maturity because yeah. you, right. because you have such a, uh, I don't know, like a over expectation of, mm -hmm. of, of what is expected of you. You, you know what I mean? Yep. Mm -hmm. Because it can be overwhelming for a new believer to meet Christians because the like you, you have like a concept of what they're like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then you find out, wait, 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 you guys aren't like that. Yeah. You, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Yep. So uh it's 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 a very um like you have to be Focused mm -hmm. very much so on the task at hand. Yep. You, you know what I mean? Yep. Mm -hmm. Christians can be very distracting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think that's the hardest one. Like, because, yeah. like, they're supposed to be your coaching you in the right direction. Yeah. They're supposed and they're to help tripping you, you up in like, the wrong direction. They're like, haha, put your foot down yeah. and I'll trip over it. I would never do that. Throw a pillow at your kneecap <laughs> only to my sons. Yes. <laughs> but it kind of reminds me of what we were talking about in Sunday school this morning. Like just having that predetermination mm -hmm. to do what he's called you to do, like waking up, going to bed the night before saying, no matter what the enemy throws my way, says, tries to like, no matter what distraction may come, I am going to work on the wall. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stay the path that God has called me to, and I'm going to keep building. Mm -hmm. uh, and, 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 and the part we're not talking about a super lot today, but the part that we're really uh, talking about at camp is that. Nehemiah is building a wall here. So all the rest of the days we're talking about building mm -hmm. buildings. This is a wall. So what is he protecting? He's protecting God's city, Jerusalem. Yep. And so there's something to be said in our lives about building a barricade around our belief system, mm -hmm. building a barricade around um, our faith, trying to uh, have something that protects us mm -hmm. from the distractions and from the invaders and from the enemy. Um, and so... This We won't ask the table this question, but a question that all Christians should truly take to heart and ponder is this. What would it take to make you walk away? Mm -hmm. What would mm -hmm. it take to make you um, surrender? Um, and that's a terrifying thing to sit and think about. Mm -hmm. And if you can't come up with an answer to that, that's probably not a great healthy thing because yeah. we need to we need to have that in mind because that is an area the walls come down. You need to build yeah. up and protect yourself. That's that a great sense? point that you just brought up because – like you can't defend yourself against something that you're totally unaware exactly. of. Exactly. Yep. There, there, there's yep. nothing you can do. Yep. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? It's like you show up yep. with like boxing gloves on and they have swords and you're like, right. oh, oh mm -hmm. darn it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's not that kind of party. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, building up the wall is is like an anticipation yeah. of yeah. knowing like the situation you're heading into yeah. mm -hmm. and not like so much as like plotting and planning like, whoa, when this happens, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Ha, 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 you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I have, I don't have plans A through Z because that's limited. Right. I have numbers, and right. you know what I mean. So you kind of just have to accept the fact that something is gonna come up, right? Mm -hmm. you, you know what I yeah. mean? I and think it's a naive belief to think that no one's gonna ever hit your wall. Yeah. Exactly. Like, but the thing is, is that like God knows, and yeah. God has the answer. Mm -hmm. So as long as we're you know leaning on Him, yeah. the answer is literally like 
right there right. instead yep. of us trying to right. like, what are they going to say next? Mm-hmm. I don't yep. know. You know what I mean? Yep. So I don't know if I'm allowed to do this. You can say no. Mm. No. Yes. CJ says no. <laughs> um, so would you guys be willing to share your thir- your skit your skit for Thursday? Right here, huh. right now. Yeah, for our audience, for all, for mom and Missy and what if, uh, what if we don't know it? <laughs> well, I, can, I can tell it, but I want you guys to tell it because I think it's really good, and I think it really gets across the point we're talking about really well. Thursday. Oh, the it's walls. the wall. How are we supposed to? So, like, you just want to give like just the synopsis a synopsis? Yeah, of it. just an okay. overview. So basically, um, Thursday we're gonna have two walls, and then me and Rachel are gonna be on the other side of the walls, and we're gonna have um, something to protect, which would be God's promises, that type of thing. And so, what basically what it is is I'm going to be distracted by. Life Jenny. by fun, different by, things, but yeah, Jenny's yeah. one of them, yeah. But there's different things, and so I'm gonna be distracted, I'm not paying attention to my wall. And Satan is able to come and tear down my wall while I am not paying attention. He takes little pieces, though, yeah. He, takes he doesn't little pull pieces. it all out, he distract. Mm-hmm. he sneaks and distracts you until one he removes one little yep. piece. Mm-hmm. And well, Jamie and Jamie keeps saying the whole time, Oh, it's just one piece, it's yeah. just one oh, piece. It's just one piece. He's like, very good at Jenga because, yeah, and then Rachel, you, you, it's you, and then so I get the same distractions, the exact same distractions that come to her and distract her come to me but I keep my eye on the wall and on God who's between the two of us um, with our promises and every time that Satan comes towards my wall I just look at God and he just steps in and Satan has to flee mm-hmm. yeah and I think that's really powerful I'm really excited for y'all to watch it at camp um, I'm excited to watch it because I've actually seen it I've just heard kind of seen it memorable but I think it's a great point that that is really that is the life of all of us mm-hmm. like God desires to protect our Christianity. He desires to protect our walk mm-hmm. of faith. But the Bible says this. Oh, this came up in Sunday school too. And I don't know why. The Bible, Jesus actually said this. Those who endure to the end shall be saved. Yeah. So what does that mean? You have to make it to the finish line or it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Is right. that fair? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when it comes to our Christianity, like if you're just letting the brick go here, brick go there. Mm-hmm. If Satan comes and he distracts you enough to get the wall down <laughs> piece by piece, then you get to the end, there's going to be no wall left. And so mm-hmm. what does that mean? It means that Satan is there. He's now able to get to the great and precious promises. Yep. He's now able to get to the things that have been invested into your life. And so may we take the time <laughs> to build the wall. May we protect our faith. Um, and may we be vigilant and watching mm-hmm. out for yep. sneaky Satan. Sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky Satan. So uh, like Nehemiah, we have uh, we have to take the <laughs> offensive approach to Christianity. Uh, we must build up barricades around our belief system, remain vigilant, alert, and aware as we continue to build day after day. And so we walk by faith with sword in hand and cement in the other. So our faith is worth fighting for and it's cement? worth defending. Yeah. Because yeah. they're building a like wall. Like you're building as you're building and defending. Ah, yeah. They start in Nehemiah. Okay. Yeah, they're building mm-hmm. a wall. And then a hammer doesn't really apply. You would usually say a hammer and a knife, but... I don't think I've ever said a hammer and a knife. Like, that's what I usually think. I'd be like, you're building with one hand and fighting with the they other, but they're building a wall. They might make a ham sandwich with one hand. <laughs> so butter knife. Butter knife. You would. You would. Excuse me, Satan. It's lunchtime. <laughs> Could you please take a break? Thank you. Uh, so today's considerable quotes from Spurgeon. He says this, the saints prove their conversion by, the per- by their perseverance, and their perseverance comes from a continual supply of divine grace for their souls. Mm. Uh, today's feature content is Rebuilder by Carlton, and today's trivia question is this, how how long did it take to rebuild the wall in Jerusalem in Nehemiah's day? Mm-hmm. 70 days, 12 days, 52 days, or 36 days? What was last week's question? Uh, it was the door. Out of the door. Did we know the answer? I'd... Yeah. I don't know what number it was. Yeah, I don't remember. Or what letter it was. But it was um, six foot five inches. Six foot five inches. No, it was inches. six foot. It was six. In, what was it, CJ? I thought it was eight and six. Six eight. Was it six eight? Six eight. Sure. Yeah. It I don't know seven. What, I don't know if that was one of our options. Though. I think we, <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer, obviously, is. I think we had round inches. numbers, didn't we? 
Well, six, yeah. eight is a round number. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, like six, <laughs> no, 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 eight was is already. very circular. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at this. All right, well, uh, James, like, yeah. what should they bring to that. camp? What do they bring in the camp? So they are bringing a block, Lego block, a, Lego yeah, block? a straw, mm-hmm. a choo-choo. What was the? Th- a Today's stick? the fourth one. Oh. Stick. Yeah, a stick. A yeah, stick. A stick. Yeah. And then, how are we on five? Oh, yeah, because that's correct. What is? The, what else should they bring? How are we on five? Because we had an intro lesson podcast. Should, oh, they should bring. Like, are we taking pictures of things? I or don't just have any things? explanation. You have no explanation. No, okay. this is all. There you. are no rules. There are no rules. There is one rule. Oh no, that's not a good face. <laughs> a toenail. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. I am going to not be at camp now for that reason alone. And now everyone knows my phobia. And they'll be chasing me all week with toenails. Listen, you're the one that brought up it was your phobia. Rachel, what should they really bring to camp? I I vote for Jamie's. Because everyone will bring their toenails, obviously. (laughs) Oh, no, if they don't, that's not okay. See, it comes back to haunt you. But we can keep a jar of them. No. 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 Okay, how about a popsicle stick? With your <laughs> that took quite the turn. <laughs> a popsicle stick with your favorite year of camp. Okay, that sounds oh. wonderful. Swell. What was the first time coming? That, that, that will be, be their favorite. Year? <laughs> okay, all right. So it's the first time. Bring this will a be your popsicle favorite stick year. with your favorite year of camp, or a toenail. No, please <laughs> keep your toenails at home. Well, they have to bring them. <laughs> <laughs> they have toenails they have to bring with them. They're not permitted. <laughs> Walking through the streets. Okay, this is taking a very wild turn. Thanks so much for being here. We are so sorry. And I promise, pray for us that we have brain cells at camp and this doesn't happen on stage. All right, we're grateful for you being here. Thanks for tuning in. Comment, like, share, uh, call an ambulance, do whatever you need to do. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you. Bye, guys. Hi everyone, Josh here with the NYC Godcast, where we offer wacky wisdom weekly from God's Word. In today's episode, we are continuing to build up the NYC camp theme by digging into this year's theme. That didn't make any sense. Let me try it again. <laughs> That's going to be the intro. <laughs>